0: Hey what's up y'all it's the Hoop Life with Sean and Sean Podcast. I'm your host Sean Taylor Jr. I'm here with my dad, Sean Taylor Sr. Um, coming to you here coming to you live here today with episode number 14. Number 14, the King vs the Freak. Um Yeah, it is. Huh? Yeah, it is. Um,
1: you know, so You got to break that down, bro. Yeah, so <laughs>
0: when we say the King versus the Freak I don't know if you know who those people are, but it's the All Star game is coming out here in exactly a week. So, you know, obviously LeBron and Giannis King Freak are, you know, gonna go at it for the second straight year in the All Star game. You know, with their two teams, they have both selected. Um, and they just, um, they just—I forget how many nights ago it might have been two or three.
1: It was Thursday.
0: Yeah, Thursday that they um, selected the all-star. They selected the teams. The rosters. The rosters, mm-hmm. and um, it's—it it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the order <laughs> uh-huh. that that people went in. When I watched it, it made a, a little bit more sense. Um, but you know it. It is kind of interesting, especially with some of Giannis' decisions.
1: Um, <laughs> well, let, let's talk about who's actually on each team. Yeah. So you want to start with the King squad? Um, or do you want to start with the Freak squad? We'll
0: start with Freak squad. We'll, we'll,
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that sounds crazy. I feel like they should get shirts that say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would be a be a good shirt. Um,
1: <laughs> Break it down for us. So
0: the East captain, obviously Giannis Antetokounmpo, like we say And then for the team, Giannis starters in order. We've got Joel Embiid, Pascal Pascal Siakam, Kemba Walker, and Trey Young. That's that's how they were selected in order. Okay. Um, and then for the reserves. In order, again, we got Chris Middleton, you know, he had to pick his teammate. Right. Um, Bam out of Bio, first time all-star Rudy Gobert. I think he's also a first time all-star. Mm-hmm. Jimmy
1: Butler. Rudy Gobert maybe second time all-star. Maybe. I I I, I feel like they might have said first, but we'll, we'll look that up and get back to you with the exact stat.
0: Yeah, but okay, we got Jimmy Butler. Kyle Lowry, Brandon Ingram, another first-time All-Star, and Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm.
1: which is also a first-time All-Star. Hey, so I just looked it up. You're right, Rudy Gobert, one-time All-Star, but two times All-NBA. That's kind of odd. He made All-NBA but not All-Star. But go ahead. Oh my, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, those are the
0: starters. That's the, those are the starters and the reserves for Team Giannis. Um, So, now we're going to move on to Team LeBron. The King Squad. The King Squad. So, obviously, you got the captain, LeBron James, Western Conference captain. And um, you got the starters in order again. Um, Every one of them is going to be in order. Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, his, you know, L.A. rifle.
1: His nemesis. Nemesis, (laughs) yes. Luka Doncic and the beard, James Who's playing right now against Utah? He just did a magnificent job of flopping to get a call. Surprise, surprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, hey,
1: no shout, no no uh, shots fired towards James, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, team, and then here's his deserves. Team LeBron deserves. Um, Damian Lillard, which you know I really liked that pick. Right,
1: he's hot right now. Yeah,
0: fifty points. Like, I mean, the, I don't know if that's the exact stats, but you know that's you know that's kind of like near
1: right yeah well man. he's the reigning western congress player of the month or maybe of the week of I, the week I think. I think
0: it was the week I think LeBron oh. was because he yeah. got high like the end
1: that's true yeah that's
0: true. so Ben Simmons after that so you know he was able to pick him this year did not trade mm-hmm. um Nicola Jokic the Joker um Jason Tatum first,
1: first time, time all-star yeah
0: first time all-star Chris Paul, all-star, first-time all-star for, since, like, a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Russell Westbrook, you know, he was able to have Ben Simmons or Westbrook this season. He had a trade for him last season. And another first-time all-star from Indiana, Demontis Sabonis,
1: son of Arvidas Sabonis. Right. So, thank you for giving us the rundown of the rosters. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of laughing to myself because on this next bullet, Bullet po- uh, point. Bullet point. I'm sorry. I'm watching the game too and trying to talk. But this next bullet point on our note sheet is: Were the picks smart or an all? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So what do you think? Whether were, were the picks smart or an all? Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. I I think. Um. It, so we're starting with the starters. Um. LeBron got the first pick, so obviously he he was gonna have to pick his teammate Anthony right. Davis. AD. Yeah. And I watched it. Giannis wanted to match, you know, AD. He wanted to have, um, give AD a good matchup. Mm-hmm. And I think that he chose um, Joel because Joel actually, I feel, when I see, um, you know, Joel and BD guarding Giannis, mm-hmm. he actually gives him a pretty tough time. Right. So I feel like he thinks that he, um, Joel be able to do a good job with AD.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I thought that was kind of smart. Mm -hmm. Um, Then LeBron chose Kawhi Leonard. That was, you know, that was really big. And Giannis, you know, he was going to take Kawhi. But then um, LeBron picked him, obviously. So then Pascal, he chose Pascal. Right. Which I thought
1: was Uh, a matchup, okay.
0: Yeah, it it was a little interesting, but, you know, like, it, it, it is a good matchup. Right. So then next, LeBron picks Luka Doncic. And I'm, you know, assuming he's gonna want to probably run him at point guard mm-hmm. or something like that. And um, you know, I thought that was that was pretty cool. You know, how he's picking Luca, and you know, I feel like there was like some comparisons, you know, going on maybe early in the season. Mm-hmm. And then Giannis goes ahead and picks Kemba Walker. Right. Um, Passes up on the beard. He says he wants he wanted someone to pass. <laughs> right. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. He's kind of
1: joking when he said that.
0: Yeah, and then LeBron went ahead picked Harden, and that left Giannis with Trey Young. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I thought you know that was that was pretty good for the most part for starters. I thought it was they were, it was smart selections, you know, right. especially when you're trying to match up. So Giannis got the first pick for the reserves, had to pick his teammate Chris Middleton, right? And, like almost got no other choice. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron, really smart pick right here, Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. As I said, I really like that one. Super hot right now. Super hot. Scorching. scorching. I've almost never seen
1: anything like it. Really. White hot. I've almost never seen anything like it either, except for we're going to shout out a, a high school player later who's on a similar tear. Oh, tier. yeah. Right, right? Oh, one of okay, our Reese yeah. Beyond guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but go ahead.
0: Yeah, and then here's where I thought it started to get interesting. Especially when you get to Giannis' next pick, Okay. Bam
1: Adebayo. Right, Adebayo.
0: Adebayo, like, like, I, I've got no problem with Bam. Right. You first-time All Star and stuff. You know, no one really expected him to make it here.
1: I sense a big butt coming. Butt. Like a certain mix, a lot. but
0: But like, <laughs> you've got, you've got Brandon Ingram. Right. You've got Jimmy Butler, his teammate. Right. You, you even got. Kyle Lowry, right? Um, and, and Donovan Mitchell, just all these dudes that you can take, right? And you pick Bam out of bio,
1: like, I mean, what's wrong with Bam though, man?
0: It, it's because then, here, the, okay, so here, here, after that, LeBron matches that, he kind of matches that with like a point guard slash whatever position he wants, Ben Simmons. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. He likes Ben Simmons. Like LeBron likes Ben Simmons. That's that's cool. Then he picks another center, Rudy Gobert. Right? And I just don't under and then I, I I'm like confused. I'm like, why would you pick Bam and then Rudy Gobert? Like like I just don't understand. Especially when you have like Kyle Lowry. Like he can he can run the point guard. So are are you gonna where are you gonna really put Bam?
1: Right? Well I, I think that he's going for guys who I don't want to say necessarily play the right way, but they're not ball stoppers, and they can play defense. And Bam is not a ball stopper, and he can play defense, right? Yeah, it's just <laughs> you're just not really you're not sold on. I,
0: Bam. I, I'm not sold on the the two picks. That right. To be honest, because it's just like so. Are, you, are are you gonna put like Bam a power forward? He could. Like I mean, like he obviously could. Yeah.
1: That's a, that's what he plays for the Heat.
0: Yeah, just, he does. He plays center.
1: He plays center in power four. So yeah, he's a big.
0: Yeah, it's just it just kind of confuses me. Mm-hmm. So then next, you know, Giannis um, takes Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. which you know I'm I'm not mad at that pick. Right. You know I think it's pretty good. Right. Even though there is one guy who he's gonna end up taking later that I thought should have got picked a little earlier. Okay. Um so then LeBron goes ahead and picks Jason Tatum. Okay. I did think that he could pick that sa- the same guy I was talking about um, well, um over Jason Tatum, mm. but we're just going to let it slide. I think LeBron
1: <laughs> let it slide. I,
0: I think LeBron's got a lot of respect for him. Okay. Especially because um Jason Tatum did, did dunk, dunk on
1: him pretty bad last year. Um right. 2 years
0: ago just yeah. like I I think that gave him that you know, gave him a lot of respect for Jason Tatum. And
1: Jason Tatum's playing really, really well this he year. He's playing
0: really well. And I think that he um Jason Tatum met LeBron like before he was in the NBA, like a kid. Oh yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, I, I think, think so. You're
0: right. Yeah, but <laughs> but So
1: now that's why LeBron's picking. I'm joking. That, Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know.
0: So then um Giannis is gonna pick like he said, the bull like LeBron said, Bulldog of the East, Kyle Lowry. Right. Um, Reigning champion. Reigning Kyle champion. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. You know, he played a big role. He hit some um, big shots.
1: Right. In that series. Played great defense. Did a great job facilitating.
0: Yeah. And I thought that one was kind of interesting because I feel like you can almost pick anybody. And that, that would have been better than Kyle Lowry, especially when he was you know part of the reason why Giannis did not make the finals last year <laughs> right. so I was like
1: eh. well Giannis is putting those things to the side yeah and saying he wants to win this all-star game yeah yeah
0: um so then after that LeBron pick picks the bulldog of the west Chris Paul mm. And, mm, you know that's a good point. yeah and that and you know he he pointed that out and you know that's LeBron's guy that's yeah. like LeBron's like real guys absolutely so, so I mean like they're really close so he was he was gonna have to get him out of the way
2: mm-hmm.
0: so then um after that um brandon brandon Ingram and I thought that that was the guy I was talking about that could have gone earlier like uh like way earlier than he was picked
2: mm-hmm.
0: um you know picked by Giannis. And I, I just really... I, I really like the way Brandon Ingram plays. Mm. I just feel like, you know, maybe Giannis is trying to avoid him because, you know, they're both long. And they are kind of, He is kind of a ball stopper, like you said. And, you know, sometimes it's like, what are you doing? Right. So, yeah. So, um, then LeBron, he goes ahead, picks um, Mr. Why Not. Um, Russell Westbrook, second to last. Yeah. Yeah, and people... um. You, like you yeah like and, me and I was about Kai, to say
1: right you know
0: or they were kind of upset about that and then right. of course Russell you know gave him 41 right the next night
1: well I wasn't upset about it I just said after Russ gave them 41 and got the win maybe Russ was upset and that's why he went off like that
0: yeah and and you know what I think they I think that they kind of caught the Lakers off guard yeah ball the La- line. yeah and the Lakers didn't expect you know, them to just go off so much Because, I mean like I like like I think we'll get to we'll get um to that later. Um that, you know, it just opens up the middle.
1: Right. The middle so it's a lot of space and pace, a lot of movement.
0: Yeah. So then after that for the final pick for Giannis you got um Donovan Mitchell. And um, you know, I, I really like the way that he plays mm-hmm. and I think, you know, um, spider. Yeah, Spider. Like he's a, he. I, I I really like. I really like. You know that he's like really athletic, and yeah. shoot, and he's really shifty.
1: Yeah, he's very shifty.
0: Yeah, and um, oh my Oh yeah, and Utah just went on like crazy streak. Right. So.
1: Crazy winning streak. Yeah,
0: crazy winning streak. Yeah. So that leaves LeBron with um, Demarcus bonus mm-hmm. No, can't really say I'm surprised with him going last. No, right. no shots to him right right but you well, know he's
1: probably the the guy with the lowest profile so to speak yeah him and, and adebayo both
0: yeah right? so i mean adebayo going first and he going last i mean second and then him going last i mean
1: i mean what what can you do <laughs> it's kind of odd right
0: yeah so i mean but yeah i mean for the most part I, I thought that at least LeBron was smart with his picks. Right. Giannis, a little questionable. Right. But, but, <laughs> right. but you pointed out a good fact. He doesn't really want ball stoppers. Right. And some of those players that yeah. were up there did that. Yeah. Or do that. So, Absolutely. I mean, like,
1: it, you If know, someone... I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: But, you know, so, like, if you really think about it, it wasn't too bad. And they actually were kind of smart about it.
1: Right. Well, someone joked that, because this is the second year in a row where... Um, Giannis has picked a team where people would say it's a little bit outmatched by LeBron's team. Mm-hmm. And someone joked that maybe it's because Giannis wants to secure that MVP spot. He just wants to make sure they win so he can get the MVP. Yeah,
0: I think that's what he was thinking. I think that's <laughs> what his mind, his mindset was. You know, I want to win. Right. And then I want to get this MVP. Okay. So, gotcha. I mean, like, if, if I had to make a prediction for, like, the All-Star game,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, I would think that if Giannis won, it was team one, then no one else is gonna win the MVP but him. Right, right. <laughs> like <laughs> right, that's a no, good point. Nobody. Yeah. But he's the front runner yeah, going yeah, in. Yeah, but I mean it if I ever pick the team that's going to win,
1: mm-hmm. I would have to go with team one. Right, no, I agree. I agree hundred yeah. percent. Um so it'll be interesting. I can't wait until next Sunday. I actually can't yeah. wait till next Friday when the All Star festivities start. The celebrity game, I think is that night. Um, and then the next night's a dunk contest. The uh, Dwight Howard. Yes. Three-point contest, so that's going to be cool. Who do, you, who, who do you want to win the dunk contest
0: and the
1: three-point? I don't necessarily have a, like someone that I want to win, <laughs> um, but it would be kind of cool to see Dwight win it, because he's coming back and he's had a, a resurgence with LA, uh, and his career was kind of left for dead a year or two ago. And now he, he's playing really, really well for for a, a tough Lakers squad. Um, and then also he can do, like, some kind of cool Kobe tribute because he said Kobe was supposed to help him in the dunk contest. So, you know, God bless the day with, with Kobe Bryant, obviously. Um, so, yeah, but I also like the kid Derrick Jones. Yeah. Derrick Jones oh, Jr. Man. His I, bounce I, is crazy. I think he's going to win, but I want to see the white
0: win. Yeah. Yeah, and then for the three-point contest, I want to see um. Who is it?
1: Damien Winner. Yeah, I would like to see Dame winning as well. Yeah,
0: especially
1: because I feel like he plays like you. <laughs> we play some, hey, that's a big compliment to me then. Yeah, Dame Dolan, man, that guy is tough. Scorchy. I would also like to see uh, Bertrands. Bertrands or Bertrand. I'm sorry if I'm bullshitting. Bertrands. But- Bertrands, right. Yeah. From the Hometown Wizards. Yeah. Um, win it because his jumper is incredible oh yeah He's I remember extortion. seeing him play in real life yeah we went to the, the game against the Rockets I mean he wasn't hitting the rim he was all bottoms
0: yeah and that game was a whole bunch of offense too because yeah, you know remember like both teams combined for like 317 points right right it was.
1: yeah it was like the second most I think a yeah time. in regulation right right hey how does how does do say uh, what all net
0: uh, oh all all cotton all <laughs>
1: cotton <laughs> <laughs> that is how he said it. Yeah. Shout out to Deuce, Lawrence Cross II, yeah. um, and Uncle Trey as well. Um, but speaking of winning the All-Star Game, dunk contest, three-point contest, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The NBA changed the format of the All-Star Game this year, yeah. right? So for quarters one through three... Each team is actually competing. Like, each quarter is a separate game, so to speak. Yeah. So in quarter one, obviously the score starts at 0-0. Zero, zero, and whoever has the most points at the end of that 12 minutes, uh, the end of that 12-minute quarter wins that quarter, mm-hmm. and they win money for charity. Then to start quarter two, they reset the score and then do the same thing for quarter two and quarter three. But quarter four, um, they actually are setting a target score like turning off the clock sending target score and saying uh, you have to get to this amount of points mm-hmm. and then they're they're taking the the three quarters three previous quarters combining those scores adding 24 points I should say um, and then saying here's the target score you have to get to so it's not timed so I think that they're trying to or the league is trying to uh, increase the intensity because mm-hmm. over the last few years they have become almost kind of cartoonish yeah. with the lack of defense and just the you know the the extreme highlights where it's not really in the flow of the game, yeah. and I know a lot of basketball fans who were, were saying that they didn't really want to see that. What do you think about this new format?
0: Um. Well, I do think that it, it is kind of what you were saying. Um. I think it's definitely kind of trying to honor Kobe. Mm-hmm. Obviously. With
1: the twenty-four points added.
0: Yeah, twenty-four points. Um. But I will say though, if if kobe were still here today though i i think um like my mom actually said you know he would just be like just play the game right right you know, just play the game y'all. Right, right like,
1: yeah but, mom did say
0: that. yeah like <laughs> just like just just play the game like play uh-huh. the game how it's been being how it's been played throughout the you know last however many years right, decades right. Just like, you know, people always liked it like that, right. you know, why not keep it like that? It's yeah. always been like really fun. Yeah,
1: just hoop. Just go out and hoop.
0: Just go out and hoop. Right? If someone wants the MVP or however many people want the MVP then, you know, they can go out there and do that. Right. And, you know, I remember seeing, like, someone like Kyrie Irving a couple of years ago. He had 31 and, like, 14. Yeah. Yeah, and that was crazy. And you can see that he really wanted that right. um, MVP. He, he got went it. Went for it. Yeah, he went for it. He got it. So, I mean, like, you know, if someone wants to get it, okay. But, you know, people don't really care. They just want to have fun, play, Um, you know, kind of have fun. And so, like, the, um, you know, fourth quarter... Or they actually
1: try to win the game, then you know it's cool. Yeah, just go out there and hoop. Yeah, go Let, out there and hoop. Let's hoop. Let's see it's what so happens. Simple. Okay. So who do you think is gonna win the MVP?
0: Um. So I mean, I think the Team LeBron is gonna win. Mm-hmm. So if I had to choose someone who was gonna win the MVP, maybe, just maybe, Doncic.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, because I think he's wow. going to go out there and actually kind of want that. Um, um, I couldn't see Kawhi because he's like, he's like too quiet. And I feel like it's c- kind of be like weird if
1: you want it. hmm. Um, <laughs> why, why do you feel like it would be weird?
0: Because it's like, what would he you say? you would be like, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I had a lot of fun tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. All right. I want to elaborate No. Right. <laughs> That's
2: funny. Yeah, man.
0: but, um, yeah, and then I think um, Anthony Davis he went off for 52 mm-hmm. um, one one year. So I mean, like he I mean you you can't really pass up on him. Right. And then maybe coming off the bench, um, Damian Lillard. Yeah. Dane okay. Diler.
1: He was actually close. Was it last year? It was either last year or two years ago that he went off for a bunch of points and almost like was in the front running to, to get the MVP as well. Yeah, because he was scorching. Yeah, he had like 30 some, maybe even 40. Yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like he was on the other team though. I I, I feel like last year at least. Mm-hmm. I can't remember.
1: But. Yeah, I can't remember either. Yeah. We have to get a stat guy for that to check that. Yeah, or a stat, stat gal.
0: Guy. Yeah, yeah. Gal guy. Someone just tracking.
1: Right, right. Um, so you're going with AD or Dame Dollar?
0: Yeah, or Doncic.
1: Or Don. Okay, that's right. Okay, so who's your first? then? first you said Doncic. Then AD, then Dame Dollar. So is that like your three? That's a lot of picks, man. Uh,
0: <laughs> um, I think I th- I am gonna go with Doncic. Okay, gotcha. I think you know I think he's just gonna like really try and go for it. Right. You know I think with him coming from like uh, another country, I mm-hmm. feel like he's just gonna you know come out here and just kind of kind of try to win because like you haven't really seen too many foreign dudes right, win right the mvp yeah you know since like maybe like kobe
1: right so it's called kobe is he foreign he's not foreign oh well
0: i thought it was like like
1: maybe italian <laughs> no, I, I, no I, he lived in italy for yeah, a while he's not foreign oh right? okay
0: well then yeah you haven't seen that in i i don't
1: know a long time has dirk ever won I don't the know. all-star game mvp let's look that up yeah, let, let, let's No, Dirk never won it. What about Hakeem? Oh, that's a good one. Not Hakeem. Not Hakeem either. No. Whoa. Whoa. So, would Luka become the first international player to win the All-Star Game MVP? I think he would.
0: I think I think so. I think
1: he would. So, that's who you're going with, Luka? Yeah. Wow, okay. So, I am going to go with another First time MVP. Or all, all, all star. All-star MVP, I should say.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and when we said first international player to win MVP, we're talking about All-Star Game MVP. Because obviously Steve Nash won the regular season MVP as well as Dirt and Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Right? But for the All-Star game this year, I'm going with Giannis and tan 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 I think that there's a shot that they're gonna win. I think Giannis being kind of an evil genius, said, I'm going to pick the best team, right? Not maybe the best skill players, but the guys who are going to make the extra pass and make the rotation, right, who maybe um, won't stay out to the club too late the night before, right? Maybe going a little bit early, right? Mm -hmm. But guys that are going to play like a true team. Because when I watch Milwaukee play, Milwaukee – and this is no no shots at them, but they don't wow you from an individual standpoint. Mm. But they play like a really good team. Mm. And Gian, Giannis is the engine of that team. Like He just keeps coming at you, coming at you, coming at you. Remember the other night we watched him play against uh, Philly, and he shot two wide open pull-up jumper air balls. <laughs> You remember that, right? And we were right. like, good grief. I mean, they were like really, really bad shots. Mm-hmm. But he just kept putting the pressure on, kept putting the pressure on. Mm-hmm. It ended up having a great game, another double-double, and they pulled away and beat Philly pretty pretty easily, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what he tried to recreate on, on a different level with his All-Star game, and I'm going with him for the MVP.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you say, if you say that, then Kawhi could bring out that killer it
1: went but I mean still that's a good one
0: yeah still I think it would be
1: Doncic okay yeah so one of us if one of us is right it would be a first time thing either the first Mm -hmm. international all star game MVP or the first actually Giannis I'm not even thinking about that Giannis is also an international player oh so if either one of us is right it would be the first international MVP um, for an all star game and it would be a first time MVP Wow, what was I thinking about? I'm still mad about that game we lost earlier. Oh, I270. Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that, right? Okay, so you're going with Luca. I'm going with Giannis. Yes, yeah. this, this is gonna be fun to watch, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Are, are you rooting for any team?
1: No, no, I just want to see good basketball. I want
0: to see LeBron win.
1: Well, of course, because you're super biased when it comes to LeBron, what? right? Which I'm not mad about. When I was. 13 I was super biased about Michael Jordan, so I'm not mad about that, right? Yeah. Um and Reggie Miller and AI, but when uh when Jordan retired, but overall Jordan. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I just want to see good basketball. Like mm-hmm. I said earlier, the, the game had beca- become become kind of like a mockery of basketball, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't as enjoyable to watch until the last five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that with this new format and with the spirit of Kobe. In the building, knowing how he would, like you said earlier and mom said, go out there and just hoop. Mm-hmm. Then I'm hoping that guys are just going to bring their A-game as far as, you know, their their skill stuff, but their intensity as well. Yeah. And Kobe actually has the record for All-Star Game MVP sure. at four, right? Sure. Yeah. So it's like, I hope guys really take the history of the game in and channel that. That that inner mamba. So
0: Yeah, only dude that can tie is LeBron, I think. He's got three.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like who? Kevin Durant's got two. Two. Um, so he could be up there. Russell Westbrook's got two as well. Two.
0: No, I think that's like a glitch. Like it's just showing his face twice.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, look, what? look Russell Westbrook.
1: Yeah, oh, but it says oh. twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen. See if we got the, <laughs> the, the the trusty laptop up, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we talked about the all-star game, rosters, people getting shuffled around, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, last Thursday was the trade deadline, right? Yeah. It was big moves. Yeah. Big, big, big moves. Yeah. And, and plenty move, plentiful moves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's get into it. What Was there any one trade that really jumped out to you? Is there anything that you thought really moved the needle in a good way or a bad way? Yeah. Um, why why you just looking at me? I'm just asking a setup question, man. Go ahead and jump in.
0: The Andrew Wiggins to D'Angelo Russell trade? Yeah. yeah. Not
1: Andrew Wiggins to D'Angelo Russell, Andrew Wiggins for D'Angelo Russell. Yeah,
0: just, <laughs> yeah. I mean that one, I mean, you can't really say it's a loss for any team really. I okay. mean
1: was it good for either team?
0: Um for um both teams it was good. Um Minnesota, um I, I will say it's good that they got D'Angelo Russell. Because if y'all if y'all don't know, um D'Angelo Russell and um Kat, they're they're both really good friends, but they all there's also one friend, there's also one dude that's being left out, you know, of that, you know, trio, Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell, Devin Booker, Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns. On the same team. Now, see. That doesn't really sound scary, and I don't really think it's that scary. But, I mean, like, if it's just, like, it, it, it's just something I feel that like needs to be put out there. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's obviously, you know, Timberwolves haven't been too good for quite a while now. Right. So, I mean, if they got, if they have D'Angelo Russell and Cat right now, and that happens to work out.
1: Right. And That'd be a nice little one, two, three.
0: Yeah, and... It's just, or, like, a one two five, 2 Right, right. You know, right, right, that's a good point. Center. So, you know, if they work out and then Devin Booker comes, I mean, like, you kind of just have to wait and see because I feel like guys you know, Russell can be that guy, you know, just, just the shooter. He's the shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, cats, to do you get it to, like, in the paint or up at, like, foul line extended, mm-hmm. you know, as long as it's in that two-point range. Or it could be three because obviously he can shoot threes. Wanna keep him more so in the paint mm-hmm. and Devin Booker is the guy who just like you know kinda gets buckets. Right. So, I mean
1: So what about on the Golden State side though, with them getting former number one pick Andrew Wiggins?
0: I mean, well obviously it fills up the spot. Um the small forward spot, they just lost Kevin Durant mm-hmm. this season. So now they're getting another small forward. Um, basically in exchange for, you know, a guy who I thought was gonna work out
1: with D'Angelo Russell? Yeah, in yeah. their
0: system at the beginning of the season. Like, I saw him working out. I was like, I, I feel like he might really work out. Mm-hmm. And just obviously didn't. So right. they just got him up out of there. Yeah, right. What right. Steve
1: Kerr said, uh, yeah, if I'm being perfectly blunt, there was a question about fit from the beginning with getting D'Angelo Russell. Those are his words. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that there was a chance that it would work out, but I wasn't necessarily high. Um, on it working out just because he's so ball dominant and shoots a lot of pull-ups. He's not that athletic either. Yeah. So I think it's a good trade for both teams. Yeah. Um, For Definitely. Minnesota especially, like you said, if they can get a Devin Booker and kind of form their, their big three or maybe their medium three since neither, none of them have really won anything on the NBA level. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I also like the trade for Golden State because – Like Steve Kerr also alluded to in an interview that I watched yesterday, they lost all of their big wings, Mm -hmm. right? So obviously with Clay being out with injury, Kevin Durant leaving, Sean Livingston leaving, and Andre Iguodala leaving. Um, Yeah, to get someone like Wiggins, who's a big athletic, although not physical wing, uh, with a tremendous upside, I like it. So when Clay and Steph come back, that's a nice one-two-three right there.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about Andre Iguodala here in a second, but right. I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it just works out for both teams, and I feel like Andrew Wiggins, he's not that ball dominant, so mm-hmm. I mean, like he. Like he's just gonna be able to, you know, play off ball, right? Um, you know, and Curry, and even even if not Curry and Clay, Clay obviously doesn't play like on ball that much, mm-hmm. and then Curry, you know, doesn't have to play on ball, right? You know, he can he move can, without it. Yeah, he can definitely move without it. So, right. I mean, like if if they want Andrew Wiggins to make plays, okay, then I'm I'm not really gonna be too mad about it. Yeah. Um, especially because I'm just, I don't really like Golden State, <laughs> right. but you know it it. It would make more sense to have Curry making more of the plays. Right. You know, you lost KD, so now you probably want him to make more of the plays. Right. Especially because he's the point guard who's supposed to. Right, right.
1: Flow the game. Right. Well, I mean, but they also weaponize his shooting and and they weaponized clay shooting as well as far as moving them around right mm-hmm. i like the trade for wiggins because and i haven't been high on wiggins mm-hmm. cuz i don't think he's always engaged and he doesn't always play with a sense of urgency in my opinion mm-hmm. but in golden state's offense in order for them to be successful you have to be continuously moving mm-hmm. you can't disengage pretty much right you have to always be in a scoring position or setting a screen or cutting or something um, so, that I think that's going to speed him up. And I, I think we'll actually see the best we've seen from Andrew Wiggins, who's not having a bad season. He's averaging like 22 and 5. Like, he's not... Uh, well, I mean, he should average more rebounds with his athleticism, but yeah, that's a, another, that's a whole other podcast. He should tactic.
0: dunk more, like he should dunk more. He should more. posterize people. He should just, with like, his athleticism destroy with them.
1: Yeah, but I feel like he's just not in attack mode. Soft. enough to do that, right? Wow, Sean went straight for soft. Yeah. I said he's not in attack mode. Sean said soft. Yeah. Wow. Okay, just cut him no slack. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Igudala, we mentioned is. Obviously left the the Warriors, they waived him or traded him or whatever to Memphis. He's been sitting out in this kind of weird purgatory all season. Yep. Memphis moved him to Miami. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Pat Riley said, we're going for it down here on South Beach, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think about that move?
0: I really, really think that it's really, really good. Right. And the reason I say that is because Miami, they already have a couple players that can really just lock up. Right. Like I said, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, he's out tonight, but, you know, he, he can obviously play defense, you right. know, all ball, off ball, you know, he can really frustrate you. Right. And he's not. he, he plays really hard, so he's not just going to let you, you know, just, like, get whatever you want. Right. Like, if you're going to score on him, you're, he's going to make it tough. Right, you're absolutely. Gonna, you're going to have to earn it. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean – not, that's not the same with Andre Godala, but he's just more pesty, kind of. Right. And does the little things yeah. that people don't see and doesn't show show up in the box score.
1: Right. Yeah, so, I agree. The intangibles. Yeah. And but, he's just got championship medal. Yeah. Like, people forget this guy's a former NBA Finals MVP. He, yeah, He wrote, like, a, a great book, a very cerebral book. He's been out promoting that. Like, he's a very cerebral, intelligent guy.
0: Yeah, and Miami already plays really hard as a team. Mm-hmm. So, with him bringing the championship experience mentality,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's, I mean, it just really adds on to that. And, you know, I think, um, you know, maybe, just maybe, it can make, make them a bit of a threat, mm-hmm. you know, in the East. Okay. Because it's just like... Like we said, it you know, he, he's going to really bring something to the table. Right. He's going to bring multiple things to the table. Right. And, you know, I don't know if too many teams can really respond to that is, except um, Milwaukee. Right. Um, you know, they're just kind of steamrolling.
1: Yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, Miami right now is in the fourth seed in the East, but they're only three games um, behind Toronto for the second seed. Dang. So they're right there. Yeah. I, I saw you wrote in one of the bullet points, how much more scary does Iggy make the Heat defensively? I think that's a great question. What do you think about that?
0: I think he makes them pretty scary. Right. It's just like he, he in the first final series against LeBron, you know, he gave LeBron some problems. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he kind of did the best he could, um, especially being however, whatever age he is, you know, no knock to him. Right. Or anything.
1: I think at that time he was probably in his late 20s.
0: Now, oh. now our oh. season
1: is is mid thirties, oh, early mid thirties. Oh well, okay.
0: <laughs> but um, but then just like, I think it's just like like we said, he's gonna do little things, and you know that's gonna lead to some stops, mm-hmm. and to some bu- buckets. You know whether it comes on the fast break,
2: mm-hmm.
0: whether it comes you know just like wherever, just like in the flow of the offense. You know, I feel like he's gonna just really bring some stuff, and he's still got, he's still, like, decently athletic.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, he like, I saw him, he tried to dunk on Capella last year. Yeah. And obviously, Capella beat that with two hands.
1: Oh, God. Like, really bad. <laughs> right, right. But,
0: you know, like, to see him kind of get up there, like, with the aggressiveness
1: Right. he went up there with, just... Well, I mean, in his prime, he was one of the, the best athletes the NBA's ever seen. Yeah. And I say that with all seriousness... Uh, what did the young kids say? No cap, no size. <laughs> something like that, right? Stop sizing. Stop sizing it. Like, no. Iguodala was an extremely, extremely gifted athlete in his prime. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that he can still get up there. He's also got those huge shoulders, man, so he can take contact Yeah, it's like Kawhi. Yeah, but, he's but built kind of like Kawhi. Kawhi has, like,
0: mutant-type shoulders. When I saw him, yeah. I was like... Like, is this a robot? Right, right.
1: Boardman <laughs> <laughs> man gets paid, More baby. Bucket, bucket. Bucket, man. bucket, bucket.
0: I always say that,
1: too. Bucket, bucket.
0: Even though I really don't like Kawhi, I still like, just
1: always say that. <laughs> you don't like him because he beat LeBron. No, because he
0: like kind of snaked us. Like he like (laughs) he could have gone. He could have like stayed in Toronto, but you went to the Clippers and brought Paul George with
1: you. I mean, he went where he wanted to go. He's a grown man. He's a free agent. I
0: mean, he (laughs) he just did that because, see, what he said that he didn't want to go to the Clippers. The Clippers was between the Raptors and Lakers, and I wake up to the news. My my little four year old sister at the time tell me that Kawhi was.
1: Clippers. Yeah, I do remember that. I remember her telling you that you were pretty upset about that. Yeah, I was pretty upset. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I couldn't even really react to it because I was kind
1: of tired. Right, right. Well, let's get to a couple more trades because we're getting deep into this episode, man. Yeah.
0: Oh, I also have a nickname for Audrey the too. What? Snapping Turtle.
1: <laughs> what? No, that's not a nickname. <laughs> we can't call him Snapping Turtle. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he would like that at all. Okay. Just going on, my man. Um. So, Miami also got... Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill. I think those are two solid pickups. But let's move on uh, to Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond got moved from Detroit to Cleveland and he was not very happy about it. He tweeted out something along the lines of Now nah, I see this is really see how this is a business. I've given the last eight years of my blood, sweat, and tears to this city and to be traded like this. Wow. But you brought up a great point with. Adding Drummond to... Where am I looking now? Cleveland. Well, not to Cleveland, but to uh, the lineup with Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. That's a lot of rebounding. Yeah. That's a lot of rebounding. Yeah. Do you think that can work in today's NBA where it's more predicated on shooting or offenses are more predicated on shooting?
0: Definitely. I mean, I think especially, you know, Andre Drummond, like, let's not forget, he also averages like 20 points. Right. And, you know, Kevin Love can obviously shoot. Tristan Thompson, I think he just, you know, kind of plays kind of hard sometimes. Just like, what are you doing?
1: Well, I think he has a high motor.
0: Yeah, he has a high motor. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, I think he's going to work hard to get his buckets. Um, But, you know, I think it's just like with all the rebounding, it's just kind of going to be hard for other teams to get boards. Right. You know, they're going to be like one of those teams that is not like the best. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, it's just they're so physical Right. they're gonna right. sometimes like frustrate frustrate That's some old
1: school basketball
0: yeah frustrate some players that you know are like pretty like high up in the you know rankings of like right whatever like basketball like hall of fame right or, right like, like whatever uh-huh. and yeah and you know we I added up all of like their rebound per game averages mm-hmm. you know if you added up Drummond's Justin Thompson and Kevin Lowe's if you combine those that's exactly on the dot 36 rebounds
1: that's a lot of rebounds for all of them just three
0: just three players
1: that's a lot of rebounds that's a, whole a lot of, bunch rebounds. of rebounds we'll see if we'll be if they'll be able to manufacture a lot of points though that's the question I have yeah I think it's uh, I, I don't think it's really going to move the needle much for Cleveland they may be able to make a late playoff run in the East but I don't think they'll win like a series or anything and that to be honest I don't think they'll make the playoffs more um, the last big trade, or maybe even addition by subtraction, Clint Capella, yeah, got moved. Where did he end up going again? The Hawks. To the Hawks, right? Yeah, that was like Houston's prime pick and mover, shot blocker, big man, right? Mm-hmm. So I was surprised to see that, but now they're running um, P.J. Tucker at the center, and yeah. they don't have a player under 6'6 on the court at most times. They don't start a player under 6'6. I mean, I'm sorry, over Mm 6'6. And that's the first time that's been done in like 50 years, right? But the day after that trade occurred, or the day after they moved Capella, they beat the Lakers. And Russ went off for 41. Because the floor was more opened up. The Lakers tried to switch uh, AD on the Russ, on those pick and rolls. Mm -hmm. And Russ just dominated that matchup he took him straight to the rim hit tough pull-up jump shots mm-hmm. do you think this is a, a formula for winning basketball in playoff time
0: um okay well see thing is though it's like thing is like teams are gonna play harder they're gonna know what you want okay in when playoffs come, so like like, Lakers can look a certain way. Clippers can look a certain way now. Mm-hmm. But once playoff time comes, it's, like, no games. Like, we're all business. Like, we're not just going to let you have this and this advantage that we can just take from you right now. Right. If we wanted to. So, I mean, like, when playoffs come, and see, if Houston was in the East and we're, like, number one seed and like Cavs like the eighth. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this will really work on it, like work too much. Right, okay. like Cavs, like like we just said, because it's just like so much rebounding. Too much bully ball. Yeah, too much bully ball. Right. You know, and 36 rebounds from from three guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, come on, man. Like, you could put like, you could put like three bigs out there. Right. And then like two, two, just two guards.
1: Right. But those bigs are also going to have to stop all these little guys on Houston's team running around. And that proved to be a, a tall order against the Lakers the other night. And even right now, Houston's up by five against uh, Utah. We're well, now three. Against Utah near the end of the third quarter.
0: Yeah. Like, and they
1: cause a lot of problems with this small ball lineup.
0: Yeah. And Utah, I mean, there's another team um, because, you know, they have Rudy Berry's average like, what, like 16 rebounds right. a game? Which is insane. Right. Right. And you know, I don't know it, how much that's going to really be able to work in the playoffs. You know, so like, you know, they like, you no, know, that that's cool, right? That's cool right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can maybe try. You can you can try in the playoffs. You know, because okay.
1: it's we don't have a choice. You know, know, especially until Tyson Chandler comes back.
0: You know, and it's showing that it works. But uh, I mean, I do think that I I do think that. I mean, sometimes uh, with some teams, it's just not going to work. So, I, right. I, I really want to see next time Houston plays Cleveland, which is not something I thought I would say Right. Um, right, this right. year. <laughs> that but, sounds funny. Yeah, but it's just, like, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah it, it would be interesting.
1: Yeah, and so my thing is, like, you said something about Rudy Gobert averaging 16 rebounds, but he's not really able to dominate this small ball lineup because – Houston's kind of exploited a loophole in this whole new NBA. Mm -hmm. And that being a lot of big men don't have post moves anymore. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, yeah, Rudy Gobert is very tall, but he has no post moves. And he actually doesn't have a lot of lower body strength. So he's Mm -hmm. not going to dislodge his defender and he can't turn and shoot over his defender outside of eight feet. Like earlier in the game, we were watching... And he had a, a easy baseline turnaround from like 12, 15 feet. He turned around to shoot at the defender. Uh, who did Houston get again? The strong dude that can shoot. Robert Covington. Robert Covington just watched him because it's like he can't even contest it. He's so short, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in comparison to Rudy Gobert. And Rudy Gobert's shot it like barely hit the rim, <laughs> right? right? Where it's like if it, if you did this against. Or in a league where you have, like, Pat Ewing and Akeem Olajuwon, obviously 20 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. These guys would just dominate because they would just turn and shoot. They would shoot turnarounds all day long, and mm-hmm. they would make those shots. Mm-hmm. Um, or, obviously, like, a Shaq or a Tim Duncan, those guys would also kill, or Kevin Garnett.
0: Well, like, Shaq would just, like, kind of just, like muscle somebody yeah you know, he would dunk, kill everyone dunk on them and then push
1: them yeah he would because that's Shaq used to do that Ask Chris Dudley from the Knicks mm-hmm. right that's an old school reference right there <laughs> um so yeah it would be interesting to see if they can actually win games playoff intensity level games with this system but I also think that Mike D'Antoni said we got to go all in because Houston had been so up and down mm-hmm. and the floor just wasn't open enough for rust and harden to do their thing mm. now it is it's more spread out and um yeah we'll see how this this kind of evolves it's really interesting yeah it's very interesting yeah. um and so for our last topic we got stay off the glass I put that one right yeah in the game uh against Portland or that matched up Portland and Utah recently I think it was like yesterday or two days ago mhm the game is 116 114 I believe yep. Utah is up Yep. Damian Lillard comes off the screen, does a great job turning the corner, lays the ball up. The ball obviously hits the glass. Yep. Rudy Gobert goaltends the shot, and then the referees miss the call. Right? Yeah, three referees. Three referees miss the call, and it's like just an obvious call. So Damian yeah. Lillard's going crazy. He's saying review it, review it. The refs don't review it. Yeah. The Trailblazers end up losing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. I'm I'm still just astonished on how they missed this call because yeah. it was so obvious. And I'm never one to put the blame on the refs. Like after the game, Damian Lillard said they cost us the game, which is not technically true because it was still like eight seconds left. Even if they count that bucket, Utah could come down to score. Or if they go into overtime, maybe Utah wins it right.
0: Yeah. And that dude from um, Portland um, had a chance to tie the game with a wide open three. Right.
1: Yeah And missed it So it's like yeah. But as a competitor I understand his frustration Totally mm-hmm. right Right What like CJ McCullum You wrote here Said that refs should be fine For their mistakes mm-hmm. Just like players are fine For theirs Like if they spaz out Or something right Right What do you think about that
0: Um So I think he's I. I, I can't really disagree with him I think he's right because, you know, like, if you if you make a mistake as a ref, mm-hmm. you know, obviously it wasn't, like, a mistake, like, um, like, obviously it wasn't a mistake, like, they came up to a player and just, like, said something slick to him. Right, right. <laughs> like, like, like the refs in the i 70 game. Right, right. But, <laughs> right. yeah, but, um, no, it, it was just, you know, refs, you know, they made a mistake and they didn't, they didn't, like, make the right call at the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Um so should they get fined or not for making a mistake?
0: Um I would say no because it's not that it's not that type of like, you know. You know, you're just, like, speaking out and, you know, stepping out of your lane.
1: Right. It's not, like, an intentional mistake.
0: Yeah, it's not intentional. Right.
1: Like, a player intentionally saying, ref, you suck. That was a terrible call. He intentionally said that.
0: Or, like, a ref saying, like, you know, you suck as a player. Right, right, right. Yeah, or So, it's kind of
1: apples and oranges.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously the ref, you know, they didn't didn't try to make a mistake. Right. But, you know, he did say, you know, that... There's three refs out there, and it just like when you can't make a call like that, then it just makes me think that you know you can't do your job right, right
1: you're supposed to, right, right. So yeah, I mean it was a pretty bad no call.
0: Yeah, it was pretty bad. So I mean like you like I wouldn't be mad. Um, I wouldn't be mad if the NBA fined the refs. I wouldn't really care.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's just like like come on, like, like you got you to gotta do better. Right, And right. especially, you know, Damian Lillard, he said that he didn't want to see no report that the reps, <laughs> right. you know, had. Right,
1: the two-minute report.
0: Yeah, that right. the reps had, you know.
1: Blown the call. Yeah,
0: blown the call. And obviously, right after, like, you know, like, right after he said that, uh-huh. just like, oh, like, yeah, we got the call wrong. Right,
1: right. The two-minute report came out, and they admitted that they got the call wrong. Yeah. I mean, it was obvious. It wasn't a questionable call. No. It was an obvious goaltend. So, like I said, I'm pretty, pretty surprised still that they did not get that one right. But yeah,
0: and especially when you can just replay the call. Right. Right. Like, just, like, come on, fellas. Yeah, I was surprised
1: was. they didn't do that either. That They didn't go to the review. Yeah. Reviews, right.
0: Yeah, that's just lazy. Like, that's just, <laughs> it's lazy. That's lazy. <laughs> right. You know, that's just like kind of. Giving up on the game, just right, being like right. okay, you know what Like right. I'm gonna get my money at the end of the day. Right. You know and just whatever. So, yeah. I mean, like when I when I say that out loud, it makes me think maybe the refs should be fine. <laughs> May, maybe the refs should be right. fine. You know, because if that's if that was if that was how they were thinking, then yeah, you should you should be fine.
1: Right. You know, for
0: being lazy and not doing your job.
1: Right. Purposely. Well, you know, I I give the NBA credit uh, for not finding Damian Lillard when he started spazzing out at the end of the game. Yeah, thank you. uh, um, Yelling at the refs because they understand he was emotional about a call that was just, again, very obviously missed. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I think finding the refs is a little bit extreme. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's apples and oranges. It's not like they're trying to get the call wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though, like you said, when you you actually spoke it out loud about being lazy – you know, in certain situations, you would like to see them go to their review booth or just get fined because they just missed the call so badly. But I wouldn't want to adopt that as a, an overall practice, yeah. in my opinion.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, like, like like we were talking about earlier, like, you know, that you, um, the trailers are up by a decent amount
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, for the, um for the game. And you can't really let Utah come back like that. Right. You know, you got to execute. Right. And, you know, obviously Portland wasn't really able to do that. Right. You know, obviously losing. And that did kinda cost them the game. Right. And the rest aren't gonna make every single call. Mm-hmm. You know, right, you know, no matter how, you know, obvious or blatant it is, but it's just like I mean, you gotta you gotta be able to execute as a team. Right. No, you're so, absolutely right. So I mean like you can't do that, then you're gonna lose games. Right. And, you know, I mean, I can still see why he's mad. He had 42 on eight threes. Right, that's tough. Yeah, it really is. That's tough. But, I mean, still,
1: Right. you got to execute. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, So to wrap this up, because we're almost at an hour. Man, it seems like we weren't even talking that long. Really? Damian Lillard, we we spoke about him last week, how he became the first player in NBA history to have six straight games where he averaged, I'm sorry, where he made at least six three-pointers. Yeah. Right? Shout out to the guy Abel Elias yes. from Kennedy High School in Silver Spring, Maryland, a Reach Beyond kid. Shout out to Uncle Lenny Myers as well um, and his nonprofit Reach Beyond Basketball. Mm-hmm. Because Abel, over the last six games, is averaging 39.7 points per game, Ugh. including a 54 point masterpiece. Uh, and they've won all six games. Dang. So they are they are white hot at the right time because playoffs start state playoffs starting like a week or two. Yeah. So is shot Is high school? Was that? Is it is it like high school? Like what is it? A Bell, he goes to no. Kennedy. Uh, Kennedy's okay, Kennedy so. high school, yeah. Oh, also, yeah. well,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: So you would think he was a college guy or a pro guy, right? Mm-hmm. Even though we don't speak about amateur players really until they can get paid, right? Mm-hmm. I'm on the collegiate level at least. But we're shouting out a Bell cuz we know a Bell and he's a good dude yeah. and he's trying to get into college. So yeah. yo, one of these colleges need to 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 make this offer, man. Cause please, thirty nine point seven points per game over six games. It's
0: basically 40.
1: Right, it's basically four. I can see doing it over like two or three games. Mm-hmm. With six games, that means you're really scorching people. Mm-hmm. And he's doing this with mostly all jump shots, uh-huh. like a Dame yeah. Lillard type. Yeah, right? his and
0: his jump shot. Just
1: trust me. Right, trust me.
0: I've seen it. Right, my dad has seen. My dad's a minute that is better than Nate, yeah. it. Yeah. My dad's own jump shot. Right, like, right. Like, come on. And my
1: dad's jump shot is some. Um, like, really, like <laughs> All right. yeah. I appreciate the love, son. Yeah. your jump shot's pretty nice too, man. Thank <laughs> that's you. funny. You definitely have better form than me, but mine uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe goes in a little bit more, right? Uh-huh. Lots a of reps. That, that's that's a million jump shots over the course of thirty years. So, um, yeah. Anyway, wait, shout out to bell student athlete, Kennedy High School. Keep doing your thing, man. Yeah,
0: but you did cut the bush, though. I think. Who?
1: Abel. Abel, yeah, he cut it down a little bit, yeah. Yeah, why?
0: Not a little bit. Like cut it he, down a lot.
1: Yeah, like... So is that why he's hitting more jump shots? He's more aerodynamic? Sure,
0: but, like, <laughs> but like, I like the bush. Right,
1: right. <laughs> That's funny. Well, he can always grow it back. Um, but, yeah, as the young kids out here in the DMV would say, his jump shot is... Or he has a chopper. <laughs> <laughs> chopper, chopper. Um, yeah so anyways that's all we got man we're at 56 minutes Jeez. this was fun i love doing these shows with you son it's like one of the highlights of my life
0: yeah, yeah. me too dad thank
1: <laughs> yeah. you absolutely thank you so you want to go ahead and take us out
0: yeah so um um thank you guys again for listening to another episode of the hoop life um with sean Shaw podcast um episode 14 of season one that's you know that that's that's a lot of episodes. It is a lot of that, episodes. That's, that's a lot of episodes. We've been pretty consistent. Yeah, we. I, I think we have been pretty consistent. Um, obviously, you know, we have had like one week where I think we missed it, and then my dad got sick. But yeah. you know, we we try to um get back on track. Right. And, you know, y'all really showed us some. Y'all really showed support and helped us get back on track. Right. So thank you guys a lot yeah. for you know always tuning in to our podcast. Um, so, just, um, just to, um, notify you guys, we're on every podcast platform that you could think of, that you can name, but I'm going to name some for you. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, um, and every other, um, <laughs> podcast platform right. that you can think of.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, and we coming to you every Monday morning, man. So, right now, Sunday night, we'll, uh edit this up real quick we don't have to do too much editing but we'll just add in uh like our title and our little tag and stuff yes. and it'll be up on your favorite podcast platform first thing monday morning so you can listen to it on your way into work or while you're at the gym wherever i know uncle cokey shout out to uncle Cookie, he's in the gym 5 a.m with uh my man chase trophy body personal trainer extraordinaire wait is uncle
0: Cokie? is he here because i know he traveled
1: a lot yeah he's here right now i yeah. think i think I would hope, because he didn't tell me he was going out of town. Not that he got to tell me, but he usually be like, me Anyways, yeah. um, so if you're in the gym, you're working out, listen to the podcast. On the way the work, listen to the podcast. Yeah. And like Sean said, thank you all so much for your support. It's really organic, and we really, really appreciate the support and the love. Yep. So from our family to your family, peace. Peace. Oh.